0: Real, truth, real quick my name is rick smith i'm here with todd wagner how you doing todd i'm well rick hello friends all right well today we're talking about the old testament people open up their bible they're reading through genesis and they come to the nephilim who are the nephilim oh man this is uh they are not worth starting a new church over right. there's a lot of controversy around genesis chapter 6 verse 1 through 4. so let's read it because uh in verse 4 we have a specific answer to your question there were Men of old, of great renown, all right? But where'd they come from? So Genesis chapter 6, Ricks, here we are, we're reading along. It says, now, it came about when men began to multiply in the face of the land and daughters were born to them that the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were beautiful and they took wives for themselves, whomever they chose. So we got to ask ourselves, who, first of all, are the sons of God and who are the daughters of men? That's important for where some people take this passage. Verse 3, Then the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever. So something happened up there just described in verse 2 that made God go, this is wicked. It says, Because uh, he is also flesh, nevertheless his day shall be 120 years. So God seems to put a, a ceiling on uh, how long men will exist on earth. We will not be immortal. We won't live at this point beyond 120 years. So verse four, and then it says the Nephilim were on the earth in those days and also afterward when the sons of God came in to the daughters of men and they bore children to them, those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. And so there is this new race of people that is out there. They are considered mighty men. They are uh, larger than life and some people say that these are the individuals that are really the byproducts of either demons or demon-possessed men who had relationships with, it says, the daughters of men. Now here's a few things we gotta say. When you're reading your Bible and you come across the phrase, sons of God, okay? You've gotta ask yourself, is that phrase being used as it is in some context of angels who are called sons of God, okay? Demons are um, part of angeology, Other time, you see sons of God referred to the line of covenant promise, who come from Seth. You have those that are, um, if you will, sons of Cain, that are sons of men. They're not redeemed, they're fallen humanity. And then you've got sons of God, that in some context are humans that are part of God's chosen covenantal people. So what's going on here where sons of God have relations with daughters of men? Uh, some people think that the most spectacular interpretation here is that the sons of God were in fact demons. And they go to Jude verse 6. And Jude verse 6 says this. It says, And angels who did not keep their own domain but abandoned their proper abode, says they were kept in eternal bonds under darkness for the judgment of the great day. All right? So that there were certain angels who left the domain that God had called them to And as a result of that, we're put in a special place of judgment. Okay, And so some people go, hey, those guys that Jude 6 is talking about, those are the sons of God, demons, that slept with human daughters and created this great race of people. Let me tell you why I don't think that that's the best understanding. Um, First of all, in Mark chapter 12, there were some people that came to Jesus and challenged him and basically we were trying to set him up. The Pharisees and the Sadducees were mortal enemies, and the only thing they could find any kind of common agreement on was that they didn't like Jesus, because he threatened both of their claims to power and religious authority. And so if they come, and they basically ask Jesus a question about what's called the Leverite Law, which is when uh, a man's married to a woman, if he dies, before that woman gives birth, it says that that man's brother should marry her, okay? Go see the episode on Owenism, because we actually talk about something that happens here. It's a fun thing to kind of correlate there. But basically, he said, what if this happens seven times? At the resurrection, Jesus, which man has that woman as his wife? If seven different brothers, each married her, tried to have kids, couldn't, and each one died, and the next guy jumped in line. And Jesus responds by saying, yes, this basically because you're ignorant. And you don't know that in heaven, men will neither marry nor be given in marriage, for they will be like the angels. Okay. One of the things that we know also about angelic beings is that they are called spirits. All right. So when it says, um, you know, in Jude 6 and, and uh, other places where it says that that the spirits who are now in prison, okay, which actually in 1 Peter 319 is a cross reference that after Christ's crucifixion, he went and made proclamation to the spirits now in prison. Okay, men, humans, are never called spirits in the Bible. All right, it's interesting. Demons are called spirits, angels are called spirits. Jesus obviously has a spirit, men have spirits. The Holy Spirit is called spirit, but men are never called spirits, right? John says God is spirit, but humans are of the flesh. Now, I think that there are demons, right, who um, always want to lie and distort God. They do all kinds of wicked things. And I think what really is happening here is you've got men that should have known to marry godly women who said, you know what, we think that some of the daughters of the wicked are more beautiful than our daughters. They went, uh, they had relations with them, in other words, they didn't follow the command of their God, their father, and uh, wickedness multiplied throughout the earth. Why? Because bad company corrupts good morals, all right? And when you don't equally yoke yourself to a woman, um, you're going to take on some of the pagan idolatry and rebellion that she has. And I think God said, that's enough. There is no longer a godly line. They're co-mingling, all right? Hey, uh, what do I say to somebody who says, no, 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 Todd, there were demons that have relations with women. Well, first of all, uh, even if it did happen, it can't happen anymore because those demons are now in prison, if you wanna make that jump to Jude 6. But I would just tell you that uh, I don't think you need to make it something that Jesus says, can't really happen. Demons themselves don't have a corporal state. They can, though, cause men in the body who rebel against God to do things that are demonic. And one of those things is to rebel against God, to have sex, and to take women for yourself that you shouldn't. And uh, so that's who the Nephilim are. That's what's going on in Genesis 6. That's what's going on in Jude, verse 6. Mark 12 has some uh, uh, revelation for us in that, but I wouldn't start a new church over it. All right. Well, great. And uh, if you're watching this, this is a new term to you. We, we hope that uh, this was a helpful episode <laughs> and we'll see you next week on another episode of Real Truthful Quick.